Welcome to episode 35 of the AMT podcast. Today I want to talk about the two games that everybody is playing, whether we know it or not. And for such a long time, I was only playing one of them. And I wish somebody had told me earlier because I would be leaps and bounds ahead of where I am now. And I don't say that with any bitterness. I'm a firm believer that we're always where we're supposed to be. I had to fail in order to understand myself better and come to grips with certain traits and habits that were holding me back. And had I not done that, I wouldn't be able to be here and share these lessons with you. So the first game that I'm going to talk about is the game of making money. Now, this is a game that not only can everybody play, but everyone knows they're playing it. Everyone can make money. Making money is a quantifiable skill. Your market value is determined by what level you can perform a certain task. The avenues to making money are endless and much is said about them. However, there's a second game that everybody is playing and most don't even realize it or at least they don't know how to play it. And that's the game of keeping and growing your money. This is the part of the equation that most people ignore, yet it's arguably more important than making it. And I'm going to put that case forward today in this episode. So what makes keeping money so hard is the fact that it requires the opposite skills to make it in the first place. In order to make money, you need to develop and refine a skill set. You have to take risk, you have to be bold, and you have to be optimistic about the future. But in order to keep it, a combination of humility, frugality, and paranoia that you could lose it all is what's needed. Humility is essential to keeping money because you must always assume that part of what you've made can be chalked up to luck. There's only so many variables that you can control before things outside your domain take over. What made you so special amongst thousands of applicants to land that job? What made you so special to be born in a country with opportunities at your fingertips amongst the billions around the world who don't even know where the next meal is coming from? How many things had to go right for you to have the good fortune of doing what you want for a living? So in my case, trading. A lot of people don't make it, not because they're not good enough, but because they didn't have the time, money, resources, or support system to give themselves a chance. I have no doubt that there's many people out there far more talented than me that would have gone way further than me had they had the chance to do so, but they didn't. At the end of the day, you play the hand you're dealt. And whilst I'm a firm believer in hard work and personal responsibility, there are without doubt extenuating circumstances beyond your control. And that's why it's so important to carry yourself with a certain humility that it's not always all your own doing. Now, the second trait is frugality. Now, frugality doesn't mean being tight, which is a terrible quality. But by being frugal, I mean living well within your means. Living within your means allows you to save and build wealth. You can only truly experience the meaningful benefits of compounding when you let your capital grow. Lifestyle inflation is an easy trap, especially with today's constant marketing onslaught via social media, TV, various other distractions. It's a trap I fell into very early on and it hindered my progress substantially. My financial literacy was literally nil when I started out. And it's a big reason why I wasn't able to scale up my operations uh, on the level that I would have liked to until much later on. But that's a story for another episode. Now, the final trait that's required when it comes to keeping money is paranoia. Now, that probably sounds like a strange thing to say because paranoia is a rather unjustified or irrational fear but just hear me out the future is always changing we can't assume what we did yesterday is going to translate into success tomorrow survival should be the number one priority when it comes to trading or finance in general it should be the absolute bedrock of any strategy the ability to stick around long enough without getting wiped out nearly all budding traders wipe themselves out at some point it's easy when things are going well until that one trade where they overstake on a sure thing 
and lose everything. Having tight risk management means you will forego opportunities, but few gains are worth wiping yourselves out for. The goal rather is to simply survive all the unpredictable ups and downs that we inevitably go through over time. Survival gives you longevity. Longevity allows you to preserve and grow your bank. It's not something you can rush. Another key element that must be considered when it comes to survival is understanding that the future is a forever changing mosaic. What's true today and what works today may not be the case tomorrow, as I've already said. For hundreds of years, one had to conduct a fundamental analysis in order to find out the intrinsic value of a stock. Today, a lot of value is derived from clever marketing and hype. Only 15 years ago, we used to go to Blockbuster to rent a movie on DVD or video, or we used to go to the music store to buy a CD. Nobody does that anymore because of the dozens of streaming services available via TVs, tablets, PCs, mobiles. Things are changing and they're changing faster than ever. So you can't afford to rest on your laurels. And the same applies to trading. It took me three to four months to turn profitable and I thought the hard work was behind me. It turned out that it just started. As my profits began to increase month on month, as my skills got better, there came a point where my profits topped out and eventually dwindled till I was back to almost breaking even. And it wasn't because I wasn't working hard anymore but because I got complacent. My edges ran out and others caught up. Like I said, survival is always the first goal. And in order to survive, you have to always adjust and adapt. If you're standing still, you're going backwards. It doesn't matter what level you're operating at. To this very day, I'm now always looking to increase my knowledge, question my strategies and theories and learn from others. In other words, you have to be mentally liquid and never attach yourself to one point of view. Keeping and growing your money is a soft skill as opposed to making it, which is a quantifiable, measurable, hard skill. Keeping money is more of a set of behavioral and personality traits like patience, discipline, frugality, and a healthy dose of paranoia. It's not always about what you do, but it's about what you don't do. Not falling into the lifestyle inflation trap, not overstaking or taking on debt, not panicking, giving yourself a long enough time horizon, not burning out and quitting. This has nothing to do with high IQ or insight. You can be a supremely talented trader making 20% ROI, but if you're living outside your means, you're going to be beaten by a more average trader who's making only a 6% return but lives within his means. You can have a 90% strike rate across all your trades and still be at a net loss if you're levered up and have no regard for risk management. Conversely, an average trader who's right barely 50% of the time can be lifelong profitable if their downside is minimal. If you have an edge, then great. You've done the easy part. But if you want to earn hundreds of thousands of pounds or even millions in profit, then you're going to have to pay a lot of attention to the behavioral aspect of trading. Every novice makes the same errors because we are hardwired to behave fearfully and irrationally. We cling to losing positions and trade as if good opportunities are scarce. But by extending your time horizon, you develop patience, you change your behavior. And by leaving yourself a good enough margin for error, you are prepared for a failed plan. By living within your means, you give yourself the chance to compound and grow. And lastly, be optimistic about the future, yet be paranoid about the things that could prevent you from getting there. So hopefully I've given you guys some food for thought. Keeping money is a skill that's literally not taught at all. From childhood, it's hammered down you to get a job and get married and get a mortgage and take on debt. Nothing is said about saving, keeping and growing your money. This is something most of us have to figure out ourselves or if we're lucky, our parents get to teach us. But that's a wrap for today. Let me know what you guys think. Should this be taught in schools or is it a duty for parents or should this be something that we have to figure out on our own? And do you agree that how much money you keep 
is more important than how much you earn. Leave a comment below and let me know what you guys think. I'm also dropping a secret video this weekend to everyone that subscribes to my newsletter where I'm going to show an entire live session of me trading the UK racing, which I haven't done before. I've done a few day in the life videos of me showing Australian racing and a bit of cricket and golf. But this is the first time I'm going to drop an entire live session of me trading in afternoons UK racing. So you're going to see my price ladders while I explain my thought process and what I'm looking out for. And I think a lot of people are going to derive a lot of value from it. So if you do like my videos, you'll definitely enjoy my newsletter. So make sure you're subscribed here and to my newsletter. The link is posted in the bio and I'll see you guys in the next episode.